This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Hour number three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560 from Real Clear Politics. Carolyn Fiffin joining us now. Carolyn, Happy New Year. How are you today? Doing great. I hope you're having a great beginning to this 2024 as well. You know what? I cannot complain. And, uh, you know, I kind of, one of those feeling or one of those folks that also feels that, you know, you kind of make out of life what you make out of life. So, you know, sitting around complaining about things doesn't typically get us anywhere. On the same token, I'm a realist. And your article yeah. about Biden's polling numbers tanking, and there's three reasons he's losing support. You know, I'm, I'm not a negative person, Carolyn, but I do look at things realistically and get after it. Nothing's a shoe in mm-hmm. Yep. No, it never is. And the fact of the matter is, I think that we suffer on the conservative side from a, a messaging problem that's yep. aided by the media. You're I mean, right. Let's be honest. No, I talked about the that media. in the very, uh, Carolyn, real quick, uh, talked about that in the first hour. We had a caller even call in and, you know, I, for example, one of the things that you cannot run on on our side of the aisle in this coming election, unless something drastically changes between now and then, you can't run on high gas prices because they're not high right now. <laughs> This is true. And, and by the way, it's not because of what our current White House has done. It's because the American gas companies that are so good at making, you know, producing oil despite what's going on in the White House. That's what you have to talk about. But you can't talk about high gas prices and run on that platform. Yeah, that's true. We have, but, but I'll tell you what you can run on. You can run on inflation that over the past three years is nearly 20%. That's right. On the aggregate. Well, right? and, and you know what? You I, I, also... used, I used, really quick, Carolyn, I used this example, and, and I'm sure you've seen some of the videos going around of the you know person that's running for, I can't think of his name, but he's running for prime minister in Canada, and he has, does a really great yeah. job of messaging what's happening in Canada. And I'll just tell you, Carolyn, no one here in America is using his method, and I wish we would. And what I'm getting at is he actually says, listen, we've increased the money supply by X percentage. Guess what inflation is at today? The same X percentage. So here's your answer as to what's going on in the country, and I'm here to fix it. We have to message that same way. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and people are realizing in a way that I don't think they have for a lot of years that these kinds of policies matter, that they matter in their daily lives. It's been too easy. We live with too much prosperity uh, in this country, right? That it's been easy to ignore the facts on the ground. And I'm sorry, I don't know what you guys are seeing there in Colorado, but I will tell you this 300, I think it's 302,000 illegal immigrants in our country in December alone 
not only is it impacting all of us right now, but it will impact us in coming years in ways that we cannot even imagine. No, no, we have the same issues in Colorado. In fact, there was an article, I'm not going to have a chance to get to it today, but we have a town, a ski town uh, here in Colorado called Carbondale. And for some odd reason, the news has kind of gotten out that they are sort of a bastion of places to go for work if you're here illegally. How that spread Mm -hmm. through the grapevine, no one really knows, but it's been kind of well known in that underground community that go to Carbondale and there's work for you there. In turn, a little town, uh, Carolyn, that really has no resources to handle any type of homelessness and people coming in, you know, these migrants that are coming in, they are now being inundated by the very thing that you're talking about. And this open border policy that yeah. we have down south, we, 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 we have got to cure that. Now, that's a talking point that conservatives should rally around, but it has to be quick, concise, where the average, I hate to say this, low-educated voter understands what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Our messaging has to be right, but it only has to be almost superficial these days because people are experiencing the results of these bad policies in their lives every day. So we just have to point them in the right direction. Agree. Right? But, but here, my, my feeling on that is, and I wanted to get your thought because you do this you know, professionally more so than even I do. Our messaging, in my opinion, has got to be exactly what the left has done with the mainstream media. Quick, concise talking points where, you know, they just know right off the bat this is what it means to them. And it's one of the things, Carolyn, that I just feel like our side doesn't do very well at. No, it's true. And I say, um, and I've come to this conclusion after years of working in politics, I do say that we think that we're right because our principles are right. That's right. And so we forget to take the time on strategy and on messaging. Because if we are right but we are standing alone. It doesn't matter, nope. does it? That's right. No, I, you know. Thank you. I, I'm finally. I mean, I'm, I know there's more people than you and I that agree, but we've yeah. got to get more of us thinking exactly that way. And I'm afraid that we've even got a lot of leaders inside of our party all around the country mm-hmm. at state level and national level that don't understand what you just said. You can stand on principle all day long, but if you're the only one standing, what good is it at the end of the day? Yeah, that's exactly right, and. Additionally, we have to remember that the way that we get people to the table to even discuss it, you know, I mentioned it a minute ago about the fact that we've lived in so much prosperity for so many decades that people can easily ignore what's going on in the country around them and still do okay. We have to know how to talk to those people and convince them that these things really matter and that they are driven by bad politics and bad policies. Agree. And, right. and and I think I was thinking about this you know, I knew you were coming on. I was thinking about this at the top of the hour. You know, I have just a couple of minutes where I'm able to kind of go stretch my legs and so on. I was thinking about this a moment ago. You know, for example, Carolyn, and we use words that, by the way, mean a lot to me. Freedom, liberty, independence. You know, those things to me as a conservative mean yeah. everything this country is about. The problem, Carolyn, is it means a lot to folks like you and I. But have we even explained what those words are to some of those folks that are in the middle? And I'm you know, hardcore left. No offense. You're not going to bring those folks over. So quit trying. But those folks that are in the right. middle that really understand the things you and I are talking about right now, do we really sit down and explain to them what liberty, freedom and independence is? No, we do not. And additionally, I like your point. We are not going to convince the people on the far left who have a firm 
belief in those principles that are at odds with our founding documents, right? I like to say the Constitution was the negotiated middle for the founding That's of right. the nation. That's right. And if you don't understand that, you don't know our history. That's right. So we need to sell that as the middle. But what we need to do, those people who are not paying that much attention and don't understand what the meaning of these words or haven't really spent time thinking about them, they have checked out because they look at politics and they say, this is angry, it's vitriolic, yep. they believe what the media tells yep. them, and they just move on and go about living their lives. We need to speak to them in a way that does make them feel that not only that these things matter to them, but that they can make a difference in yep. improving yep. what they're seeing around them. Agree. And I'm not, make sure I say this correctly, because there's a lot of folks listening to me that have differing views on this. We'll use, I'm going to use J6 for an example, Carolyn. Right, wrong, or otherwise, it happened. I don't look at it as an insurrection, but that's what the media calls it. That's what a lot of folks in the middle even look at it as. And unfortunately, because of that event, which I will be the first to say, in principle, I agreed with it. But what happened there, I don't agree with because I think it did a lot of damage to our party. And let me give an example. The three words I just used, liberty, independence, and, and uh, freedom. Those three things are now associated with J6. So anytime you mention them, the first thing someone in the middle thinks, oh, you're one of those wackadoodle J6 guys. And I'm not calling everybody that was there a wackadoodle. Please, nobody think of it that way. But you all know where I'm going with this. People now in the middle, Carolyn, can associate those three words with that event, and that doesn't help us. You are correct, but I do think that one thing that we need to do, I always, when I have conversations with people who are completely on the other side of the spectrum from me, I ask for a definition of words. Because there you go. That matters, and they have been changed. But I will also say that we need to start taking those words, reclaiming them, and using them as they really are. And I'll give you an example based okay. on what you just said. Insurrection is literally what is going on at our southern border. Yes. By flooding our yes. nation, by defying the authority in this country, there were laws passed by Congress, and the executive branch's only role is to carry out those laws faithfully, and they have refused, not only refused, but they are thumbing their nose at them and looking for ways around them, and mm -hmm. our country is being decimated. That is insurrection. We need to call it that, and we also need Agree. to do this over and over. I love using the word equity. I just use equity the way it actually was really meant. I talk about um, the fact that, like, the value of the individual, it is the Republican Party. It is conservatives that value individuals for yes. what they are, yes. and that's true diversity. That's right. right. That's right. So no, I, 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 by the way, everything you just said, 100% agree with. I, I feel like we need to put some disclaimers, I guess you could say, with some of the words that we're using or re-educate what some of those <laughs> words mean, even, yes. you know, liberty, freedom, and independence. What do those words mean? I mean, we're, we're not, you and I are not using those in any kind of a negative way. We want people to have full independence, full freedom, you know, be everything they want to be, you know, you know, learn, do, grow, you know, yes. the way we look at things, you and I is, you know what, we're not going to limit you to doing anything. If you want to not do anything and just sit on your couch and watch TV all day, then more power to you. But if you want to become a billionaire, you know, a billionaire, more power to you as well. We look at both ends of that exactly the same way. Yeah. No, it's true. And a lot of that education, I'll tell you one way that I've used 
that educational component when it comes to the Constitution. Number one is what I just said, right, about the Constitution being the middle. Correct. But the second thing that I do when I talk about the Constitution, because, again, that goes over most people's heads, to your point, right? Or they look at it as far right. Uh, Another thing that I do when I talk about the Constitution is explaining that what the Constitution does is it all it does is spell out and limit the power of government against you, right. That's the right. individual. One of the, one of the things I've been big that? on here uh, since I've come on air 10-plus years ago, Carolyn, is the difference between a republic and a democracy. One of the things I feel like our side has really failed on, because I've even heard our side talk about the fact that, you know, well, we got to do this or it's going to be a, a, you know, it's detrimental to democracy. Well, number one, we don't have that. Number two, we don't want that. And we should always be talking in terms of a republic and not a yeah. democracy. But Carolyn, the average person on the street doesn't know the difference between those two terms. No, they don't. And I know there are a few voices on our side of the aisle who have been hammering at this for years, and we're starting to see why it matters so much, right? The, the yep. left is constantly talking about democracy. Yep. Now, they don't even believe in democracy. I'm no, that that's right. Air quotes, that's right. Right? They don't actually that's even right. believe in that. But, but it's I a word they, they use because they know yes. that it fits the person on the—that's my point. The person on I the know. street understands that coming from them, but they have no idea when we talk about a republic what that means. That shows you how poor our messaging has been all these years. I know. And I'm not going to blame us 100% because the media has been oh. against us. Oh, no doubt, Carolyn. No, 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 no. Right? I, I'm with you on that one. This is not entirely— how should I say this? I don't want to say that we're entirely at fault, although had and there's although. so many facets. I mean, we could talk for hours. There's so <laughs> many facets of this and, and how many failures have happened to get us here from the party to the church to just individuals in general, civics, the public school yeah. system, what's happened there, the takeover of it by the left. I mean, we can go down the list, Carolyn. So, no, it's not all our fault on the same token. Had we been better at some of those things and, quote, unquote, not been asleep at the wheel, would we be here today? Mm-hmm. No, you are exactly right. I agree with you 100%. We still have, because we can say, we can make excuses for all kinds of things all day long, and in the end, it doesn't matter. We haven't been doing enough. Uh, The result is still the same, right? It hasn't, we have not been doing enough to stand up against these things. We've been whining about the media instead of figuring out how to get around the problems that creates for so i do absolutely agree with you yeah i, I and, I, and i and i don't like being i've said this too many times on my program i feel like we become a party of whiners and not a party of winners yeah. and i want to win again carolyn absolutely and that requires action yep. right that requires more than words and we uh, again i think we are you've seen the studies People on the right tend to be people who are more data-oriented and fact-based and all of that. So we get caught up in our ideas and our thoughts and our research and our numbers, and we don't understand too often how to translate that right. into stories that we can tell to the people. You're right. And just just ways of explaining, like I said at the beginning, why these principles matter to them in their lives. What difference does that make? You know, you just brought something up that I... I've never really thought of. So, number one, thank you for, for kind of bringing this up and, and me kind of thinking in a different way. And I know I'm I'm an analytical data type person like you just said. I can tend to rub people the wrong way because I'm very direct. Sometimes I just say what I think, 
and here's the data, here's what it is, here's the facts, you know, the facts, ma'am, just the facts. I mean, that's kind of me yep. and kind of our side tends to be that way. And I'm that brain in the way that I think I'm not artistic at all. Unfortunately, because of that, I'm not the best storytellers. And by the way, Carolyn, the left and the way their brain works in a lot of ways, they are very good at storytelling. Look at Hollywood. Look at the media. Look at the things that they have basically been able to use as their tools because they are good storytellers. We've missed out in the fact that we've said, well, the data shows X, Y, Z, but we don't translate that into a good story. No, you are exactly right. And think about this. When you talk about the border and the fact that we're being flooded by all these immigrants. So I'll tell you, I was down in McAllen, Texas earlier this year. I'll give you a story. We literally have our agents who are down there are spending 90% of their time on humanitarian needs. And why is so much time being spent on humanitarian needs? Because children and women are being raped and trafficked and are coming starving and babies are thrown across the border. Not literally, but just about young children walking across the border, right? Anything to get them here. There is massive human suffering and carnage taking place there. And I do think that that, when we, you and I, we think 300,000 people coming across the border. Think about that. Every month we have 200,000 plus. We have millions. We have half a billion dollars that we're being told, um, or half a trillion, excuse me, over $450 billion a year that we will be spending on these uh, illegal immigrants based on a House report that recently came out. So you and I think, oh, my gosh, that's completely unsustainable. We have a $2 trillion debt. We have that $450 billion. We also have another $450 billion that is a reduction in income tax collections in 2023 over 2022. These things are big problems, right? You and I look at that and say, unsustainable, we have to fix it. But we all still, even though we have these analytical brains, we still care about the suffering of the people. Those are the kinds of things that other people who may not think about the numbers may just ignore the numbers. They do care about those things. I'll tell you one little story if you have a minute. No, go ahead. We're fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. When I was down there in McAllister, we were talking to a gentleman who ran one of the water uh, districts down there. And we were standing right at the Rio Grande in this one area. It's probably 30 feet across the river, not deep. We saw wrestling in the, like, 10, 15-foot brush on the other side. And he said, those are cartel individuals and people cross here all day long. He said, we, there's a place where the water comes comes off from the Rio Grande into their treatment facility. We were standing right there. He said, we had to put a grate down into the water just to catch the dead body Uh, before they got sucked into our equipment. He said, since we put that down there like less than a year before, they'd had 20 bodies wash up and not a single one of them had died of drowning. The cartel has full operational control of that border. They know every person who crosses. And if you don't give them the money that they demand, I don't know, they shoot you in the back. Unbelievable. So this, this suffering and... Carnage is real. Those are the kinds of stories we need to be there we telling go. to bring along the other yep. people who don't get the numbers. Carolyn Fippen is with us again. It's P-H-I-P-P-E-N, Real Clear Politics. Carolyn, how else do folks find you besides Real Clear Politics? Yeah, they can find me at carolynforsenate.com. Carolyn, the number four, 
Senate.com. I will say I am running for Mitt Romney's seat. We deserve oh, another strong awesome. conservative in the Senate. Yes, we do. Get on there. Make a donation. Help me win this race. I would really appreciate it. Carolyn, thank you. We'll do all we can to help you. You're welcome back anytime. As you can tell, we both think very much alike, and I'm very appreciative yes. of you joining us today. Thank you so much. Dan. You're very welcome. Carolyn, have a great day. Thank you very much. And again, her last name, P-H-I-P-P-E-N, and her website I just went to. We'll put that up inside of our notes. And you want to try to help uh, gain back a seat that we can then take control of, unlike the one that Romney, you know, he was in that seat. We need to do a better job of that. And Carolyn would be the answer. She's solid. You just heard from her. Flesh Law is up next, 303-806-8886. Give him a call today. Any legal things that you've got going on, civil or criminal, 303-806-8886. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Any kind of electrical problem you've got, Genesis 1-3 Electric is there for you. Find them at klzradio.com. Dimmer switches from Genesis 1-3 Electric save you money on your energy bill, and they're also really convenient. Imagine stumbling into your bathroom in the middle of the night. You flip the light switch and bam, the sudden light hits you like a Tyson right cross to the chin and you know you'll never get back to sleep. Now imagine you walk in and turn your dimmer knob and the light gently comes up to a level that you can handle. You'll get back to sleep in no time. Dimmer switches are not just for your bathroom. They're a benefit everywhere in your home. In fact, even at full power, they use about 20% less energy. Bulbs will last longer and you get to retain your sanity for those late night bathroom trips. If you're tired of the light keeping you up and paying a premium for electricity, contact the team at Genesis 1-3 Electric today at klzradio.com slash light to receive special KLZ listener pricing on a dimmer switch. How does solar work for you? Find out from Alan Davis, Level Engineering, 303-378-7537. Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money, but the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. 
This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Nancy with Metron Technology said, We have used Business Equipment Service for many years. They are always pleasant to work with and responsive to our infrequent requests for service. We highly recommend them. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. We're back. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome. Joe Jersey, what's going on, sir? Well, John, <coughs> welcome back and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, sir. Hey, John, if you got time, there's two things I'd like to talk about. Oh, yeah, about we're fine. First. Go ahead. we got time. First is um, something you'll never hear about on the news, and that's how many police officers were intentionally murdered last year. Mm. Um, every time a, a, a civilian is, an, is uh, unintentionally killed, like Elijah McLean, makes national news. Now, those police officers and EMTs, they didn't start out. They had no intent to kill him. It was, you know, it was, it was the jury found you know, criminally negligent homicide. They were negligent. You know, they didn't do some things, but they had no intent to murder him. Yet, when a police officer is in, in, intentionally murdered by a suspect, not only does that individual incident never make the national news, the the, uh, the total at the end of the year never makes the national news. You want to guess how many police officers were intentionally murdered by suspects last year? And I'm not counting about guys hit by drunk drivers. I'm saying right. suspects intentional shootings and so on. Yeah, they decided, you know, when this cop comes up to my mm-hmm. car window, I'm going to shoot him in the chest. Do you know how many times... Uh, suspects intentionally murdered cops last year. Thousand? No, it was five. It was fifty. One a fifty. Week. Okay. One a week, John. And you'll never hear either no. an individual. That's why I didn't know the number. I had to guess. Right, you had to guess because the media will never tell you that this week a cop in you know Minneapolis right. was murdered, or, or you'll never even hear the total that fifty police officers were intentionally murdered by thugs last year. Right. So, so my question is, why does the media? And by the way, I've done my research. I have yet to find a year when any officer was was convicted of intentionally murdering a suspect. Hmm. It was all criminally negligent. Only, but right. well, yeah, he right. it was at nighttime. He had a gun. And he had a cell phone in his hand. I thought the cell phone was a gun, so I shot. You know, in self defense. You know, criminally right. negligent. But never did I've yet to find. And if anybody knows of a case where a cop decided. I'm going to illegally murder this suspect. Please let me know because I have yet to find mm-hmm. one. Yet that happens 50 or more times a year, every year, uh, with police officers. And I, I just shake my head that the media doesn't think that's newsworthy in terms of what they report. Yep, no, and it gets because it doesn't fit their narrative, as you know, Joe. It doesn't fit the narrative. And by the way, I won't even get into but there is a huge racial disparity in terms of the uh, – uh, percentage of, uh, of people who, who commit those cop killings, but I don't want to get into that. But uh, suffice it to say that um, there is a huge racial disparity in terms of the, uh, the, the demographics of the people who commit those murders. So mm. I'll just leave it at that. Yep. If, anybody, yep. if anybody wants to know the details, I'll be happy to share offline. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is people calling for res- Israel restrained in Hamas. Now, they say, well, you know, uh, 1,200 people were killed on October 7th. Well, yeah, but 3,000 people were killed on November, right. September That's right. 11th. That's right. Well, but the U.S. has a population 35 times greater than that of Israel. Israel only has a population 9.2. If you were to scale that 1,200 people that died on October 7th up by a factor of 35, that would so be... So we would have had... Uh, i got to do the math really 40, quick. 43,000. 
thousand yeah. Americans. I was just going to say around fifty thousand or so, right? Forty-three thousand yeah. Americans killed in a one-day surprise yeah. attack by yeah. the military force of a foreign nation. Now, John, if we had forty-three thousand Americans, which is twelve times more than were killed on September 11th, if we had forty-three thousand Americans killed in a one-day surprise attack by the military force of a foreign nation, do you think many people in this country would be calling for restraint? Uh, no, not at all. And what do you think would happen for those few idiots who, who might be calling for research? Oh, they would just be shut up, and, and they would be demoralized, as you know, Joe. Right. The media wouldn't be giving them any, no. any, any no. front-page coverage. That's right. Yet, so, yet here we have a situation in Israel. Oh, this whole, Joe, don't get me started on the whole, this whole Hamas-Israel thing and the knuckleheads that are on the Hamas side and the Palestinian side. I, I, have, no, I have no words for those individuals other than you're a complete knucklehead. Yeah, and again— what they, what Hamas did to Israel, would be the equivalent of killing forty-three thousand yep. Americans. I do not understand the sympathy on that side of the aisle at all. None whatsoever. Zero. Other yep. than Joe. Other than, it's still just the utter, sheer hatred that I thought by now would be gone after World War II and all of that ended and the Holocaust ended. I really thought we were done with that. I had no idea the hatred for the Jews is at an all-time high. Right. And, and by the way, I, I'd read an interesting article. Somebody pointed out that. Hamas is actually worse than the Nazis because the Nazis actually tried to cover up and were not proud of what they were doing. There were all sorts of mm. internal memos about, you know, keeping you know, the fact that they were gassing Jews and starving Jews, that that was, that was not to be publicized. Hamas brags about, they publish YouTube videos about what they did, and the author of that op-ed piece makes the point that, you know, based on how they are proud and bragging about what they did, that Hamas is worse than the Nazis. I agree. No, yeah, they, they have no—there's no moral compass on that end of things, Joe. Uh, you know, their moral compass is, you're an infidel, you need to die. That's their moral compass. Now, as much as I despised what the Germans did then, and every time I watch one of those movies, I, I just—you know, I'm in utter, utter awe at how ignorant the rest of the world was. Although, now that I'm seeing what's happening with Hamas, I can see why that happened during World War II. No, just, Jen, you just have to shake your it's head. It's amazing, Joe. I just can't believe it. I, I, I'm utterly dismayed. And, and, John, what disturbs me more is that the majority of these people vote. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great point. Know. And these are the people that are— Well, are not only do they vote, Joe, they're the ones that are vocal on social media. They're the ones that are you know, going to be on the corner, you know, standing out and saying things. They're the ones holding up protest signs. I mean, these are just useful idiots is all I, all I can say that they are. I have no other words for them. Yeah, and for those who uh, are not familiar with the term, it was coined by the, uh, the author of the Communist Manifesto, Karl Marx, and he defined a useful idiot. Uh, obviously, that's an English, it's an English translation, but he said those were people that would believe, repeat, and act on the propaganda yep. public, published by the state, and that's what we have. That's all we have today, because, Joe, there's no other reason, no other reason on God's green earth you would support Hamas. No, but and John, I deal with these people as you know. I, I I go on these liberal sites every morning. I spend about fifteen to thirty minutes, and and the amount of ignorance and people repeating absolute nonsense is mind. I mean, and Joe, this would be like going out and holding up picket signs, you know, f- you know, for a Ted Bundy that you're on his side. Yep. Yeah, I support. I support. I support what killers. Ted Bundy did. Yep. I mean, I mean, how is Joe? How is it any different? John, it, it isn't. It, it, John, and, it, and it's mind-boggling. I, if I wouldn't, if I didn't read this stuff every morning, I wouldn't believe that there were that many useful idiots. Um, oh, it's incredible! And, and if, Joe, if there's one thing that 
I think I learn every time I go on vacation. Charlie always asks you, what did you learn? What did you see? All of that. And if there's anything I keep learning every time I go is just, Joe, how many of those people exist and they reproduce? They reproduce and they vote. That's scary, John. It is. It's so scary. It's mind-boggling. Joe, it's just – it's my. I watch these people. I mean, I watch them – you know, and you do the same as I. You travel and you watch people, you know, offload the plane, onload the plane, all these different things, you know, how they react to different certain situations. I mean, how many of them can't even walk on the right side of the sidewalk? I mean, John, I'm just mesmerized at how many people are this ignorant. God. Well, John, if you ever watch uh, Jay, the old Jay Leno jaywalking, you shouldn't be surprised, you know. Unfortunately, though, Joe, here's the, here's the real issue. And, and I'm not complaining. These are just, this is just simple, factual things that are going on. It's getting worse, not better. Um, John, unfortunately, you're right. Uh, in fact, you know, uh, I, I go, you know, I, I, I pick up a pizza for my wife, but she likes to have a pizza on a, on a Friday night, so I pick up a pizza. I go to the pizza, and I know the guys, in the, and they got a couple of young guys working there. Yeah. And I go in and I quiz them every week. Simple questions like, what temperature does water boil at? John, they don't know the answer to that. Simple questions like that. They can't tell you what temperature water boils at. Uh, I, I mean, literally, uh, you know, I, I'm just dumbfounded. And these and these are you know these are all high school graduates working in the, these are not you know these are not fourteen year olds these are nineteen twenty year old kids working in a pizza parlor you know they're working the register and they literally can't tell you what you know us at this for. altitude we have we have a little bit of give because ours isn't the same as yours that's right because it, it, it changes with, right it cha- <laughs> by the way I, I think last time I checked water in Denver I lived in Castle yeah what what is you know I should know that here it's two twelve normally but what is it here. It was two two oh six in Castle Rock, and I think it was like uh, I got a friend lives up near Breckenridge, and up there it's like two oh one for him. Okay, all right. So yeah, it it it, it varies with altitude. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyways, hey, while you were gone, something else interesting happened. Did you hear about Mayor Johnson um, um, displacing rent paying oh, people? Oh, the- you know what? Charlie and I before the show began today were talking about some of this, Joe. In in our our current city of you know city of Denver mayor, he is so fixated on. On wasting, I don't know how to say it, Joe, wasting money on this whole homeless issue that we've got going on rather than just moving these folks out. It's, it's mind-boggling, Joe. But let me tell you how cute. So, you know, he approached this hotel in Aurora, Motel in Aurora, who had rent-paying customers. And, and, you know, there are a lot of people because of bad credit history or they don't have the, the you know, the one month's rent plus, you know, one month's security deposit or they maybe have a bad credit history. They don't qualify to rent an apartment. So you've got people who have been living month to month in this motel. You know, for a year or more, they got a pet, they got a dog, but they're paying rent, they're working, they're carrying their own way. Uh, but the city of Denver went to the motel and said, well, we want to rent the entire hotel, yep. but well, the deal's only good if you let us have every room. So the motel told all these people who had been there for months, paying their rent and yep. working. Trying well, to work have- it out. You know, to their credit, they're trying to, you know, trying to step up. We're going to evict you next next week hmm. because the city of Denver because we've rented out the entire property to the city of now. So first of all, they're now making people who weren't homeless. They're going to make them homeless because where yep. are they going to go? Yep. That's right. Now and the city of Denver says, and oh, and we're only going to pay the rent for these migrants for thirty days. Well, at the end of thirty days, when this motel in Aurora locks them out of their rooms, they're going to become homeless. But will they be homeless in the city of Denver? Probably not. No, they'll be homeless in Aurora. Yep, in a different city. So why does Denver care? So, John, all they've all they're just shifting the, it, Joe. They're just shifting. So, so first of all, the city of Denver is is turning hardworking, rent-paying people. They're making them homeless, and then they're simply moving their homeless. You know, it's a, it's a neat little trick. 
we're going to slide them over to Aurora, and yep. 30 days later, they'll be homeless again, but they won't be homeless in Denver. They'll be homeless in Aurora. Yeah, they, at least they come off our books is how they're looking they'll, at it. They'll become, and he can brag about how he's yep. increased the homeless, yep. homeless population in Denver. It, it, uh, Joe, it, the absolute insanity of the amount of money being spent on the homeless is, it, it's it, again, it's, it's mind-boggling. And the thing I still can't wrap my head around is this is Colorado. It's cold. It's going to be in the you know single digits possibly later this week at night. Why would you want to be homeless here? Yeah, you wouldn't. Oh, but you can go to California. You know what the, Governor Newsom just signed into law? No. What? He is now – he just signed a law that all illegal immigrants will be entitled to unlimited free medical care oh, in California. And you know what the annual – the estimated annual price tag of that is? Oh, I can't imagine. It's staggering, I'm guessing. Eight hundred and sixty-three million. And I guarantee you, they're going to blow by. So almost a billion. Billion bucks, but yeah. that they don't have. That they don't have. They're already running. They're in debt. That's right. They're in debt. By the way, they have a, a grossly underfunded. Uh, their their, uh, their their California Employees Pension Retirement Fund oh. is the largest em, uh, state employee pension fund, even bigger than Para. Huge liability in, in, the, in the country. They have about a sixty billion dollar unfunded wow. pension liability. Wow. And they're running a, an annual budget deficit. And now they're going to increase that by another billion dollars a year by offering free unlimited medical care. To, to See, and, and by the way, Joe, these are all talking points. We've been talking about that a lot through the show. These are talking points that our side needs to be learning because it's quite possible Newsom will be your candidate. They need to be learning all those stats and then using those when that guy runs. Abs- yeah, John, 100% absolutely. Uh, and, I, and Joe, I, here's the sad part. I, I doubt we're doing that. John, you know, based upon, you know, I, I go back to the, to the campaign of Walker Stapleton against Polis. It was the worst run campaign I've ever seen in my entire life. Staple should, Stapleton should have crushed yep. Polis. Yep. But it was the worst run campaign I've ever seen in my entire life. Yep. We, we have forgotten how to win, Joe. You're right. Unfortunately. Uh, I'll leave it at that. That's a great segue, Joe. I appreciate you. Happy New Year. Thanks, man, for all you do for us as a show. We appreciate you. You're quite welcome, John. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Dell, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. Affordable interest mortgage is next. Rates, I do believe, are going to be dropping. Get in early. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments. Pay off your debt and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Any plumbing issues at all, call Hi-Fi Plumbing today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. When temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets. And High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. If you've noticed water dripping anywhere around your house, especially on the exterior walls, it's imperative that you have it checked now. 
Once the temps drop below 30 degrees, you're risking damaged pipes, making a small fix something way bigger. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget, down floor drains. High Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better, to moving them off exterior walls, or adding heated tape to prevent freezing. The Colorado Code certified techs at High Five know what to look for to keep your water flowing. KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High Five that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Premier Home Remodels, if you've got any issues with uh, going to a remodel, I should say any issues, you don't know what to do, you don't know how to handle it. Basements, by the way, are a big deal to get done during the winter months. Give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels designs your basement to fit your family's lifestyle and needs. So-called basement flippers will limit your options, cut corners, and rush your project. But Premier takes the time to create a space that is functional and unique, meeting all your expectations. Premier values and protects you as the homeowner by making sure every code is met and that the proper permit is pulled, along with a one-year warranty on labor. Your home is your most valuable asset, and Premier guarantees that your entire project from design to completion is done accurately and effectively. Because Premier wants you to be able to grow with your home, they make sure to pre-plan every aspect of your basement remodel, working with you and having your best interest in mind. Choose the right company for your ideal basement. Premier Home Remodels. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing where every call ends with a high five. All right, Dell, got a few minutes. I went really long in the first segment, so I got another long break to do. But go ahead, Sir Dell. Let me bring you up. Go ahead, Dell. What's up? Yeah, John, two things. One on the bags, on the plastic bags. Mm-hmm. What about, you know, they're griping about these city bags. What about all them plastic bags that go in the trash every week? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no comment, Dell. I, again, this whole thing is just absolutely yeah. stupid. It's dumb. There's no rhyme or reason yeah. for it. Yeah, the other thing, uh, I found that I went to another museum you need to see. It's down out of Colorado Springs. It's called Dragon Man. And he's got a section on the Holocaust that everybody ought to see. Oh. It is. Uh, he's got uniforms that they were forced to wear from different camps. Interesting. Uh, uh, and and we're, got, we're really quick, where's that at, Dell? again? It's just north, or just east of Colorado Springs off of Highway 24, I believe. It's called Dragon Man. Okay. And I'm writing that down. down and you, if you go down in September, you can... Uh, uh, make reservations and buy the ammo and fire a fifty caliber uh, gun on the range on his range. Okay, but he covers from the Revolutionary War clear up to Afghanistan. He's got a section on each war, like World War Two and that. But he's got a whole section on the Holocaust that he's actually got because he's a museum. Uh, he's 
he explains how they were gassed and and all of that. It's really a interesting tour. Mm. Okay, I you know what I will write that down and put that in my notes. That's I did not know that, Dell. Thank you for that. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, we went we went down there a couple months ago, just after I did the honor flight. Hmm. And okay. it's about a two two and a half hour. The biggest difference between it and the one in Wyoming is he doesn't have the filtration system that one in Wyoming does. The only thing that takes away from it is. He's got everything covered with, you know, in plastic covers to protect him. But he's got uniforms and that from the Revolutionary War clear up to Afghanistan. And and that he's got a section on Japan and a section on Germany. And hmm. it's quite the museum. Okay. I, you know what, Dell? I As always, you're always a great wealth of information, sir. Yeah. Appreciate it. Dell, okay. thanks. Happy New Year to you, and thanks for all that you do for us and your faithfulness to us as well. And, and I mean that. Dell's been listening for a very, very long time, which I appreciate. Uh, Damuer, my old co-host, we were talking about the wolves earlier, so getting back to that for a moment. I didn't give a chance to actually um, say this earlier because we had other things going on, but Dan sent this. And you know what? I don't think he's off on this. The wolf... Reintroduction or introduction to Colorado and other states is well documented in the U.N. Agenda 21 policy. He says, I'll paraphrase. Agenda 21 stipulates the reintroduction of predatory mammals into wilderness, forests, and parks to make such lands too dangerous for humans to recreate or recreate, I should say, or habitat in. It's all part of making rural areas uninhabitable so people are forced to live in and stay in urban areas. In Minnesota, we're already having problems with wild wolves in and near small towns in northern Minnesota. You know, I, Dan, I think you're spot on. I never really thought of it that way. This is even bigger than what most people think. It has nothing to do with, you know, the, the reintroduction of wolves to make them more populous. I think Dan is spot on, and I didn't know that. So, Dan, thank you for pointing that out. It makes 100% sense. And I cannot disagree with that at all. So, folks, let me tell you, and and if you look at what's going on just recently, within the last few weeks of what's going on with the reintroduction in Colorado, everything Dan just said makes total sense. And that's not conspiracy theory, folks. If you just look exactly what's happening and what Dan said, I cannot disagree with him at all. Golden Eagle Financial. One thing you need to make sure you're doing this year is your finances are in order. You've got a plan. If that plan hasn't been reviewed, have Al do that with you today. 303-744-1128. You need to talk with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial now, before the new year, to help ensure your retirement plan is ready for whatever lies ahead. Even if you're currently participating in an employer-sponsored plan, you need Al Smith to help you strategize maximizing your retirement savings. Often near the end of the year, it's very difficult to get someone from your employer plan on the phone, whereas Al is personally ready to assist you right now. If you have retirement accounts, you definitely need Al Smith to help you close the year out and avoid costly mistakes or year-end penalties. Give Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial a call today to receive your free no-obligation consultation and get your retirement plan in order before January 1st. Just go to klzradio.com money to contact Al or to schedule a consultation. 
Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. I talked earlier about the re-up program. If that's something you've thought about for either a loved one or yourself, and even if you've thought, well, I'll just wait till spring, don't wait any longer. Spring will be here before you know it, and it takes time to get all of the wheels in motion to make that happen. Call Catherine and Robin today, KNR Home Transitions, 720-437-8210. When you have an inherited home, you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start. Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Kat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Kat and Robin are your true real estate advocates and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com slash home or call 720-437-8210. All right. And as we go through some cold weather later this week, possibly even some snow, make sure you're dialed in when it comes to your furnace and your entire HVAC system. Call the Ream Pro Partner Certified Team at Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, 303-656-5467 or klzradio.com. The reason Cub Creek Heating and AC is a Ream Pro Partner is because Cub Creek's installation process and customer service are exceptional. For example, Cub Creek takes an extra step other companies don't take, and that is ensuring your warranty registration on your furnace is completed as part of their installation process. This takes the hassle out of you worrying about any of it. They also inspect your entire system and properly seal all ductwork, preventing any leaks. If needed, Cub Creek will take the time to modify your filter access on your furnace so it's easier for you to use. Cub Creek also does things like helping you understand rebates and incentives for high-efficiency equipment, so you don't miss out on any chance to save. They notify you when you are due for service or if there are recalls. The pro team at Cub Creek goes well above and beyond other HVAC companies, so reach out to Doug and Hunter by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC today to schedule your service. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Joe sent me this. I got time, I think, to read this here for the last little bit of the show. In an effort to stem the flow of illegal immigrants from Texas to New York City, last week the mayor, Eric Adams, implemented an emergency order requiring that buses carrying illegal immigrants 
provide at least 32 hours advance notice of their planned arrival. And that arrival could only happen between 8.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m., Monday through Friday. Give them a nice little window there. Short window. Penalties for failure to comply could include fines and the seizure of the offending vehicle. So what did the state of Texas and the bus companies do to get around that restriction? They simply dropped their passengers off at the commuter train station in Syracuse, New Jersey, and bought them each a one-stop train ticket to New York City's Penn Station. (laughs) See, what the left tends to forget at times is there's always more than one way to skin a cat, they say. So if they thought for one second by implementing this new law that they weren't going to figure out ways around it, um, as you can see, they did. We have the same thing happening here in Colorado, by the way. We've got bus loads coming up, too, from the border states. And, and, and by the way, I, I don't know that I've said this. I don't blame the border states. This isn't their fault. Uh, there is no animosity on my end to theirs because we've got folks showing up here in Colorado. Uh, we happen to have a state that open-armed basically said we're a sanctuary state, sanctuary city. You know, we'll take anybody. What do you expect when you say that? Well, now that some of these cities with open arms have too many and the arms are full, they're like, we don't want any more. Well, it doesn't work that way. You can't send out a signal that says, you know, bring them. And all of a sudden there's too many. You should have thought about that on the on the front side. And the fact that we've got an open border and to the point of Carolyn earlier talking about how this administration is really uh, undermining everything that's happening at the border and the laws that are there, it's no wonder we have this quote-unquote invasion and insurrection happening at the southern border. And she's exactly right. We need to keep opening that up and talking about that and the fact that's exactly what's happening. Should be a talking point of the right moving through 2024. Guys, that's the first show of 2024. Many, many, many more to come. We'll be here all year, Lord willing, unless something happens to me, but we'll be here, trust me. Uh, Don't go anywhere. Have a great evening. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.